There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And the mysterious L. Hey, my uh, beautiful babies. How's it going? Oh, hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, <laughs> got it. I, I love that dumb voice. What a what a what a lad Patrick Warmer it is. Just the oh, other day, God. I was watching a video essay on YouTube about how great the Emperor's New Groove is. Uh, yeah, I uh, man. Every time I hear about that, and then I hear about how. It was supposed to be super serial. I'm just like, I I absolutely cannot picture it. Yeah, but it and was always supposed to have David Spade in the lead. So at one point it was supposed to be what? like a Macbethian like drama, like the Lion King was, but set in the Aztec kingdom, but still with David Spade as the lead, whose name was slightly different. It did not start off as Cusco. Was Andy Dick busy? What the fuck? Like I mean, hey, it was the nineties. Maybe Andy Dick was busy. Yeah, yeah, doing coke. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I actually dealt uh, I actually dealt cards to Andy Dick for a half hour. Uh, Shut up, really? He yeah he he practically didn't move in his chair. He was he was so zone. He was he was he had that middle he had that middle distance stare going to him. He would just look was at he his wearing cards sunglasses. Full. Are you sure that he wasn't being weakened at Bernie's by a couple of people? <laughs> no, he, 
Sadly, Jake and his two good friends showed up at my table one time, and it was great. Yeah, uh, that would have been awesome. No, he he didn't have shades. He was just he was just he was just he was not there. He was he was playing cards, but he I don't I don't think he played a hand in the half hour. He was just folding and staring into nowhere. Yeah, it was incredibly unimpressive. Not- I had no idea who he was. Someone pointed it out. They were like, "That's Andy Dick," and I was like, "Who?" And they were like, "This guy." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." Like. Whatever. Yeah. So that was that was nice my multi-layer tangent to start the show, yes. and in, in continuing that trend, I do have to say we get to Bernie's hits different now that I'm an adult and society is advanced. Because like I've seen that movie within the past ten years, and the whole time I'm just like, yeah, that thing. Is, that's like a corpse, though. Like it's. I mean, <laughs> I guess these are funny situations and stuff, but I have a lot of questions about like how it smells and why is it still in one piece and it's just a lot of dead weight i don't know and the, we should we should reboot let's reboot weekend at birdies let's, <laughs> let's not pay for the license let's just make a rip-off version called three good friends and uh and a what, no one no, of the one of the friends oh okay and the yeah, other yeah. two are the guys on either side of it come on man <laughs> Get with this ain't weekend at birdies two where voodoo magic lets him walk around independently this is the first one where two guys have to pilot him <laughs> oh. stop a cat from eating my microphone stand there yeah we heard yeah, it that we was, were recording yeah, it, I, was happening. it was great yeah. <laughs> i'm sure I the listeners be- really enjoyed it they're they're gonna be like what the fuck was that all about and it's just like well this time you get you get an answer it's cat <laughs> yes yeah it's cat <laughs> attacking but I never know how far to go when, like, the cat is doing something up here because I don't want to shout into the microphone, but it's just like, hey, fuck. Sometimes you got to eat a microphone because it pleases yeah. your mouth. Or one could say that it amuses your boosh. Yeah. Boosh is your mouth. <laughs> Which is my it's segue time for... for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the accused boosh. Okay, it's better than a moose kush. <laughs> which was just awful. But accuse Bush accuses an actual thing. That's a word that already exists. Yeah, th- that was uh, that was Frosty's reaction, and that's why Frosty went to the audible for the amuse cuche. So whose idea was it to try to wedge a cue in there? Not me. <laughs> I, 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 hey, we're all cue all the time here, so I, I went for oh, it. Oh, I love it. But, it. but in situations like this where it's impossible because both ways are terrible for wildly different reasons, I will give you that. Uh, you just, like, when we spell it out, when we ever have cause to spell it out, like if we start doing show notes or something, then you replace the O with a Q, just like we did in Hell World. But we, we don't we don't try to pronounce it Hell World. That's nonsense. This is a great... What you, you want to start? You want to switch? You want to rebrand? Adventures of Hell Who Hell Hook World? Yes, Hell World, Hell World. This is like uh, this is like the family. This is the, like the Family Guy bit with Cool Whip. So it's gonna be great. Uh, we're just, oh yeah, well, I mean the chill. people love. I've already mentioned Patrick Warburton. People love Family Guy. It's hot. Yeah. It's the year, the year yeah. of our Lord twenty twenty two, and Family Guy. It's hotter now than ever. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, back on topic. Oh. We're supposed to be talking about oh, Q&A. We've got six full minutes without mentioning them once. So let's let's go in strong to the amuse-bouche and talk about uh, 
friend of the show, by which we have talked about her several times, and I feel a way about her, Lauren Boebert. Uh, <laughs> so according to this, the the newly named, newly rebranded, I should say, pack of people that took down, quote unquote, Madison Cawthorn, uh, now they're coming for Boebert, and their their initial salvo is bold, to say the least. <laughs> what, what's going on with Lauren Boebert? Okay, so American muckrakers are trying to uh, they're trying to cash in on all the credibility they got against Madison Cawthorn because they had the videos, they had the Venmos, right. and all that. They had all that stuff to like try to paint Madison Cawthorn as uh, as being gay, which is basically there was their attack in a Republican primary. So now they've decided to go whole hog on Lauren Boebert with an allegation that she was an escort, that she had an affair with Ted Cruz, that uh, she had at least uh, at least two abortions, and one of them was due to her escort work, and just all, just like literally all the shit you could possibly throw at somebody with no sourcing, no evidence for any of this. Um, mm-hmm. This is, I mean. This is like pure blue anon bullshit where you have you just literally say all the things you want some people to believe about this person. And of course it's gone incredibly viral because people love this shit. They want to dunk on Lauren Bobert. She's like universally hated by the left. And the thing that's really kind of funny on the other side is, is I've seen people being upset about these attacks, being like they're going after sex workers, they're trying to make abortion sound bad. Blah blah blah, and it's uh, like, and it's like, and, and to me and anyone like for me like when when Mike Rains decides to run for Congress to get a blue check mark on Twitter and get two percent of the vote, I'm gonna be like, yo, legalize sex work, boom. It's it's a great that's something which should be done. Like all of this shit they're saying is just catnip for Republican primary voters. They're trying to slander her in the eyes of a very specific group of people who don't care for those things. That's it. That's, that's why. Madison I mean, but Car- to be fair, that like those that doesn't invalidate that criticism of it. Like, you, you oh know, no, like yeah. so. I, I, which I don't think you were saying. I want to make sure the no. listeners know upfront that we're not trying to validize. Like, you know, because. Just because those people are playing to that base and those people would love to say those things does not make does not make those things any less horrible to try to just be like, yeah, and she went to have an abortion. Am I right, guys? What a fucking slut. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's perfectly fine. You're a monster. Like, so just 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 to make it perfectly clear what side of this we're on, like these attacks are gross. And if they are true or not, it is irrelevant because they are gross. And also, neither of those things are really that big of a deal, except for if she ended up sleeping with Ted Cruz or whatever, then yeah, for money especially, then yes, certainly. But like, just in general, being an escort, having abortions, like, who cares? Right, exactly. This is the thing. Well, a lot of people, unfortunately. No, this is the thing, is that like, uh, when we were talking about Cawthorn and losing his primary, the dude's a fucking Nazi who sexually harassed every woman at his college. There was so much shit about that guy that was disqualifying, and apparently that just didn't impact Republican primary voters, so they had to hit him with, he might be gay, as a way to like sour the milk. Good old-fashioned homophobia. Right, and it works, because Republicans are the worst. Exactly. So I do so understand like, why they would make this thing be the worst, because that's what the people want. But still, re- reading it, you're just like, ah, yes, the worst. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> and to John uh, Ralphio. And and the thing is, is that they have no evidence for this, unlike the videos that they had about Cawthorn. They have no uh, actual sourcing for any of this. This is just salacious bullshit they threw out there in an effort to try to attack her character and try to disqualify her in the eyes of Republican primary voters, because that's their objective here. These are American muckrakers, muckrakers are obviously weird shitheads who want Republicans to be monsters, but polite monsters. They don't want them to be weirdo QAnon promoters who go to Hitler's summer vacation home and say, wow, this is so great. I'm visiting the Fuhrer's summer vacation home. They want these guys to just be, you know, like pillars of the community who want to take away your rights to abortion and turn gays and women into second-class citizens. That's what they want. I mean, it's just... But don't we all... Oh, who doesn't? Oh, yeah, yeah. just yeah. We're pivoting, folks. We're, this is gonna be this is gonna be like an, an adjunct of all hard right podcasts from now on. We're just we're just <laughs> monsters too. We're three white guys. You knew it was gonna happen eventually. Not yes. me. I'm the I'm the guy from uh, I'm the guy from Godzilla versus Kong saying let them fight because <laughs> like, yeah, like you both. Ken Watanabe. Yeah, I could yeah I could not remember remember his name, and I wasn't gonna take a swing at it without knowing for sure. Because uh, I just watched Tokyo Vice, of which he uh, features heavily, so his his mind was fresh in my name. I've se- I've se- uh, uh, his mind was fresh in your name. Is that what you I'm just said? Very dyslexic, still, <laughs> but yeah, that is what I said. <laughs> I thought wow. it was a bit. I really thought Sarge. No, no, no. Yeah, I thought for whatever reason he was doing a bit too, which is why I wanted to confirm it. I was just like, did I get that wrong? Anyway, no, uh, no. So we we put uh, we put Laura Bober stuff in the amuse bouche because these muckracker people they've got muckracker. They've they they got nothing. They're just saying nonsense. It's also, weirdly, it speaks to another homophobic double standard in this country where they could just as easily be like, and you know what, Laura Bobert is gay. Like, they're just like, we want to take her down. And just like we discovered with Madison Cawthorn, we've discovered that she is also gay. And uh, uh, they, for whatever reason, didn't go with that tactic, largely because I still think that there's a double standard to this country where lesbianism is just less icky to cishet white men than uh, like two dudes being in love you know what Le- i mean like lesbians aren't 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 as dangerous as uh gay men because they can't anally penetrate you i literally watched a video on this and like that- that's wild because it's so untrue there's so, there's so much stuff in the world with yeah <laughs> i mean pegging <laughs> exists and we here at hell world support it <laughs> <laughs> That's a, 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 bold, a bold claim. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. We're, we're, we're learning a little bit about Sarge today. <laughs> okay, so uh, we, we have a lot of actual news to get into. So uh, as, as weird of the point as we're segueing off of, uh, we're going to have to close the book on that one there so we can talk about our second bit of a moose-bouche for the week, uh, which is apparently Q... Little Q, lowercase Q, has gotten the promotion on the social media to capital Q, which, if you know anything about the Q crowd, uh, could be a big deal. Mike, how big of a deal is this? Capital Q. Capital Q is the biggest deal you've ever heard of. Um, All of is it the return of the Mac? Oh. 
uh, I've actually heard QAnon promoters uh, suggest that that might be the case because um, Q's uh, Truth Social Q, uh, his profile included the phrase, uh, not the Q you want me to be. And then he removed that uh, during this this upgrade from lowercase Q to capital Q. And everyone oh, was like, oh, oh, oh shit. Like, oh my God, now it is the Q we wanted it to be. <laughs> right. Uh, it doesn't take much to become the Q they wanted. No, uh, sadly for QAnon, uh, he did repost, he did re- uh, return that phrase back to his profile uh, recently. But uh, this thing led to all kinds of QAnon promoters freaking out. Uh, I saw a praying medic saying something to the effect of, perhaps this is like the final warning to the deep state to back away from their plans. It's always the final warning. Everything. Everything's yeah, they're, everything. they're about to finally get serious. I yeah. mean... D- Durham, their last remaining hero, literally trying people in court and losing. But now, finally, it's time. They're, it's, they're coming. <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it, guys. It's really reels this time. I so saw... you know we're serious. We're using capital letters. <laughs> Bake them away, toys. Caps lock. It's activated. Let's go. Oh. I... I saw uh, Julian's Rum, a, a guy with powerful brainworms that is desperately always trying to connect things. Originally, he tried to create the lowercase Q becoming a capital Q uh, to promoting in chess, which uh, is not a, yeah, where, where, so where, where, where a pawn becomes a queen. But the thing is, is that uh, uh, pawns don't have a letter designation in chess. That's not a thing that's real. Uh, all the other pieces do, but pawns, they're shit. They don't get letter designations. So then Julian, so had, he went back to the lab and he decided that uh, lowercase Q being capitalized to uppercase Q was capitalized, which translates to capitalize, which means that the one six investigation is a shut fraud. Up. Shut up. Everybody yep. Uh, well, he was close, but not no cigar. It's actually a clue for us, the deep state, because it means capital eyes. We're supposed to be watching these hearings, man. The truth is happening there. <laughs> no, it's that. It, and then when nothing happens, it'll be about the Ides of March. Capital Ides. So, yeah. Capital Ides. Yes. Uh, and actually, uh, Q, uh, Truth Social Q, who again has no fucking idea what the character is that they're supposed to be playing uh rachel maddow actually um reposted a article about like truth socials engagement with uh the q account and QAnon, and q posted about this and said well guys we got them hook line and sinker rachel maddow's never met a conspiracy theory she doesn't like hashtag trolling msm which for the two for the two of you that we went over like the first fifty or so drops back in the good old days of this podcast before we got to current events, doesn't that sound exactly like the way Q was writing that shit? I mean, just yeah. absolutely the exact same voice. I mean, it's like an echo almost. It's so perfect. So yeah, just you know, maybe re- we should reach out to to True Social and just be like, hey, for the right amount of money, we will be Q, <laughs> and then we we could do we could do the Q drops and we could just keep on. Play both sides of the field uh, because, you know, it's sort of like atheists in the Bible. Like a lot of atheists I know know way more about the Bible than people I know that like have faith just because they're just like, yeah, I need to I need to read this thing so that I can fucking dunk on it hardcore like at dinner parties where nobody cares. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. 
but uh, like so in in much the same fashion i'm sure that mike you you probably have a much firmer grasp of the q prose style oh absolutely i like absolutely like what you just said it's like it's a really important thing if like you're if you're one of these atheists who's like i'm gonna go on the internet and give those christians what for you have to read the bible you have to know what's in it or else you're you have to play you have to play in the other team's sandbox or you don't know what's going on and that's why i had to read all the q drops and i so many q promoters are like if you read the drops like it will just like open your heart and you'll know the truth the, ex- the exact same way christians talk about the bible and it's like no it a- actually doesn't the q drops are bullshit both, this heart still closed i mean close right. both of those things at the very least Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm and, telling you, hey, true social, like, if you want to cut us, like, fuck off money, we will be Q for you. We'll get the tone right. Like, we'll, 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 we'll alternate between Riddler, Riddler Q and Penguin Q, you know, like, we'll, we'll get it done. We know, yep. we know the score. We know how to do this. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, uh, can, we can post links to you're not going to take it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People will know that you're not going to take it. Yeah. Uh, so the the two quick things I wanted to finish up about this bullshit is that one uh, another QAnon promoter pointed out the fact that like on Truth Social you can't change your handle because like on Twitter if you wanted to change your handle you can you can make it something different after you've uh, established it but on Truth Social you can't so like they were like oh shit this is like really serious and it's like no it's just a sign that Truth Social like knows how important the Q account is is to fucking with you rubes so they did. This that they actually went in and, and changed it to fuck with you morons that's what it means and uh the other thing that was really hilarious was a uh, cash patel who is one of the two like marketing geniuses along with devin nunez who interacts with the q the q so the true social q account in order to make it sound like it's a real thing uh, he signed a copy of his children's book for Q, and Q posted screenshots of the signed book on his social feed, going, I finally got my signed copy. Thanks, Cash. And it was like 2Q and the plot against your king. From Julie Newmar. Yeah, from, from Julie Newmar, who in this case is Cash Patel. So, like... It's like so ridiculous the fact that like these grifters know exactly what they're doing, and QAnon is just like, oh look, they're giving us fan service, but we're gonna pretend it's actually serious, and they're not just yanking our chain. It's so so fucking childish. It's fan service, but the bad kind, like all of that Obi Wan Kenobi show. Now, now, now that binge word is on hiatus, I don't have a platform to talk about how fucking awful that show is. But <laughs> you guys are gonna get it here. Yeah, it's just like, oh, not not only did not only did Princess Leia know exactly who Obi Wan Kenobi was, but they had adventures together. We just never mentioned mm-hmm. it before. It, it it just never came up because she only ever heard it was referred as Big Kenobi. Could have been anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, I could could rant about that for the full duration of the rest of the podcast, but instead, let's go into our news for the week. That sounds like a plan. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's Q's in the news. All right, uh, so headline headline the first, you guessed it. We're talking about January 6th some more because those hearings are popping. The first one thundered through shortly after recording last week the next one thundered through exactly on time 
they're 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 all on time and it's all going super well and it doesn't yes. look kind of embarrassing for them currently. As of the time of recording, <laughs> does not look embarrassing for them. But we did uh, we did get a bunch of new information, so it is sort of our obligation to talk about that and try to make goofs about it. So let's start with somebody who it's really easy to score some points on: a good friend, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> we, we haven't yeah. talked about him in a while because he's uh completely irrelevant now but it turns out that uh his his name has been invoked during the january 6 hearing so mike what's up with our boy our boy rudes Rude. uh yeah so uh basically the one six committees uh like their telling of this tale is that on the one side of things you had the people that were accepting reality who are just kind of like, oh, shit, like, we're losing this election. This isn't going our way. And then on the other side, you had the sycophants who were telling Donald Trump, oh, no, no, you're getting fucked over. This thing's a fraud. It's all bullshit. And the story that we were told was that on the night of the election, probably after Arizona got called for Biden, and that was a really dark omen of what was going to happen, um, one side was like, okay, Trump, we're, we're, we're in some rough shape here. And Rudy on the other side was like, nope, just a clear victory. This is all bullshit. Tell him that the election was stolen from you. Fuck this crap. We'll start like the lawsuits. And uh, Liz Cheney, I believe, in her summation stated that uh, an apparently inebriated Rudy Giuliani was the one making these claims. And then one of the witnesses that they had testimony from in their depositions stated that Giuliani was, in fact, drunk when he was making these claims. So the, and we, I, and for, for both of these people to say this, that means that he was like visibly wasted at this <laughs> thing. So your, your retelling of events, you mispronounced a lot of stuff. Cause he was just like, no, you tell me what. <laughs> they, they've released pictures of like Trump's war room or whatever you want to call it from like election night. And if you look at any of the faces, those people know they're not winning. They, they're clearly just like, they know. It's his two adult baby sons are there and just like, oh. <laughs> they're like, this is- I mean, you, you know that they could tell that Rudy Giuliani was uh, a fucking wasted because when you're drunk, you sweat. When he that man sweats, his his face starts to slough off his <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> the the primal ichor that makes up that man begins to lose its cohesion under pressure or sweat <laughs> yes. his lizard face like begins falling off <laughs> so does q actually care about rudy anymore now that president trump also does not seem to care about rudy anymore um, they're, they're taking his side. Uh, they're defending him on this shit. Uh, I saw, uh, Carpe Donctum, which, which is another massive indictment of, uh, the Trump White House. Carpe Donctum claimed to be in the White House that night, hanging out with Giuliani. And he was like, Giuliani didn't drink that night. He was stone cold sober. And like that, we're literally having this argument where this unbelievably low level meme making troll had access to the White House and Rudy on election night. And he had a photo of Rudy, a photo of which you can see drinks on the table of. And so unless that that like clearly, I don't know. I, yellow I believe tinted- that was Rudy Giuliani's favorite drink, Diet Pepsi. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was Rudy's claim. 
Italian Pepsi. Yeah, oh Ru- yeah. Rudy, Rudy made some posts about how he totally only drank Diet Pepsi that night, and after getting uh, aggressively, you were making a joke because Trump likes Diet Coke, so nope. Giuliani had to be like a tear down from him. <laughs> no. no, I like if I recall correctly, he said it was Diet Pepsi. Maybe it was Diet yeah. Coke. Yeah, no, no. Uh, these these are the two tweets that Giuliani deleted for just getting way too much I shit. Th- I thought you were making a joke. Nope, he said, I am disgusted and outraged at the outright lie by Jason Miller and Bill Steffen. I was upset they were not prepared for the massive cheating, parentheses, as well as other lawyers around the president. Cheating. I refused all alcohol that evening. My fi- My favorite drink, Ellipsis, Diet Pepsi. He really wanted to pay that Diet Pepsi sting off at the end there by putting a couple extra periods in. And then uh, he then concluded with, is the false testimony from Miller and Stefan because I yelled at them? Are they being paid to lie? And then um, that depends, Mr. Giuliani, are you being paid by PepsiCo? (laughs) Yes. Because otherwise, really? Diet Pepsi? Are Are you sure about that? See, if I, if I was going to have conjured a like a lower tier cola, I would have gone for a much bigger swing than a Diet Pepsi. Yeah. I would have at least gone down to Royal Crown. <laughs> but I could oh have gotten God. as far down as like Mountain Lightning or like <laughs> Dr. Shasta or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's so many. Could, could you have gone Fago? Could you have tried to get down with the clown? Would that have been possible? Oh, you mean D- Detroit's own insane clown posse? Yes. Um, m- m- maybe, maybe they would have carried Michigan if Rudy had only known to go for the local beverage of choice. Uh, do, do we know their political leanings? They, they strike me. Oh. I mean, they love Jesus, so I would have to imagine conservative. But maybe they'd surprise us. I, I think ICP has like been pretty tolerant as of late in, in their in their like I think like they're all about like the the carnival and being inclusive for all people. So I think they're they're pretty liberal in the social. Yeah, but side the carnival is also like the, like big big proponents of the fucking god of Abraham, as far as I remember. So yeah. I mean, exactly how tolerant are we talking here? That is, yeah, the, <laughs> who can say? Anyway, we'll see. We'll 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 get we'll get Shag's two dope on the line uh, next episode. I'm sure to clear all this uh, all all this right up. Uh, instead, let, let's continue uh, tumbling down uh, the rabbit hole, uh, Alice in Wonderland style, uh, because we're going to talk about our good friend uh, Steve Bannon, another another old name, like what what of the Elder Gods, who's Horrible name we thought we had retired, but oh no, he's back in the news. January sure 6th bring all of the boys to the yard, and they're like, yo, Trump was fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, so our boy Steve Bannon, uh, he, we didn't have any, we don't have any hearings from the 1-6 committee today, but we did have a, uh, we did have some legal drama as Bannon went to a judge and said, yo, judge, throw out the contempt of Congress charge that, uh, that I've been hit with. And the judge that uh, that he is standing before, a Trump-appointed judge, told him to fuck off and that, you know what, uh, this is a legally constituted body that of Congress that has the right to subpoena people. You have refused that subpoena, so I will not dismiss this case against you, and I will let the government... Yeah, it's government- like pretty cut and dry there. It's just like, did they subpoena you? Yes. Yes. Did you refuse it? Also, yes. Oh, yeah. Then, okay, well, it. then that that is, that is a crime. 
sir. That that is what we call a crime. I also yeah. made money off of uh like not uh not complying. Not complying. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, like, Bannon's argument was that the the committee is illegitimate because it's not properly constituted with, like, an equal net, with a, uh, like, like, well, they basically, like, the idea is it's supposed to be, like, 13, these committees are supposed to be 13 people with the, with the majority party getting seven seats and the other one getting six. And they're like, there's not 12, there's not 13 people. It's only 12. The Republicans only get a, only, there's only two Republicans. And the judge was like, 12 versus 13, no big deal. And Liz Cheney counts as the ranking member of the Republican Party on the committee. Therefore, you have the bipartisanship you're looking for. So go fuck yourself. And uh, I think I misspoke on an earlier episode of the podcast and said this trial was going to be happening around now. It's actually going to be happening in July. So I think Bannon's about a month or so away from actually like being going to court to see if he's going to go to jail or not, which uh, he will. If, if there's any logic or sanity to this world, uh, this is an open and shut case. Uh, as I've previously stated, the prosecution has said their, their case will take 45 minutes to try. Like, literally, they're going to... They're going to put one guy on the stand and just say, yeah, this is a crime. And then the guy's going to walk away. And that's going to be it. And like Bannon, Bannon, Bannon's case is just literally screaming and just yelling, like sent to the woman's style. You're all out of order. This court's out of order. And it doesn't matter. I mean, he, he knows he's wrong. I, I don't know exactly what his game plan is, except for hoping that a few months in jail, like built boosters, his street cred, or that maybe he'll only get probation. I really don't know, like, why you, like, aggressively want a guilty verdict in a, in a case like this where you could potentially do up to two years in prison. That seems like a bad, bad course of action in my book. Yeah, that, hmm, hmm. <laughs> well, luckily, you... this, uh, luckily this judge has, has uh, upheld sanity and reason. And determined that uh, he can take his tiny little violin and go fucking pound sand. Like, oh yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah. And outside the outside the court when they interviewed him, they're like, "Hey, Steve, tough break in court today." And he was just like, rah, rah, rah. "And then he, much like Trump, whined about the one six committee's quote unquote low ratings because twenty because that's all they've got, and twenty million people tuned in. And I've seen QAnon and other people going, but that's over all the different channels. It's weak if you go by channel, and it's like." Dude, 20 million is 20 million. It doesn't matter how you get there. That's a lot of people. Like, yeah, like no no show gets 20 million people to tune into it nowadays. Like media is fragmented. And that 20 million is an undercount because a lot of people probably streamed it. A lot of people watched it on YouTube and shit. So, like, no. Yeah, people were is... probably watching Twitch streamers' reaction streams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Worth. Is that did the, did anyone actually do that? I don't oh, know. But, has- if they, but if they weren't, then that needs to be our market. Once we get our VTuber yeah. rigs set up, we just need to live stream watching political hearings like this. And just <laughs> like, oh. uh, no jokes. I became. I went from being an absolute nobody on Twitter to being a slightly well, well slightly more well known nobody because I live tweeted uh, a, a congressional hearing. That was pretty much my claim to fame at the start of yeah, my that Twitter Yeah, because uh, it just happened that it timed up perfectly when I had a day off at work. And that was the big Hoover hearing where he was going to come in and just tear down the deep state. And it was the funniest thing because it was literally just a, the, the biceps guy from Judicial Watch just like ranting and raving at Congress. 
And then after he left, uh, two grifters who wanted to sue the Clinton Foundation and receive hundreds of millions of dollars as a result of their lawsuit came in. And the Republican congressmen were like, are you going to give us your evidence? And those guys were like, no, because we want to use it in this lawsuit. And then, the Repu- and then the Republicans were like, why the fuck are you here if you're not going to give us your evidence? And they're like, because we wanted to get media attention for our lawsuit, bros. And the Republicans were like, meeting adjourned, boom, go fuck yourselves. It was so funny watching Republicans fight grifters on television. It was so out of nowhere. But yeah, well, that was a, I, I, I've never heard of that memory. before, but it sounds like a hoot and a holler. Uh, oh, but this this January sixth news train stops for 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 no anecdote. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna power right on through to to our next little sub headline under the the big boy menu item of January sixth shit. And let's talk about uh, Mister Louder Milk. This ain't this ain't your grandpa's quiet milk, no sir. <laughs> Louder Milk is here to give you a tour of a place. <laughs> yes. So our boy Loudermilk, Representative Loudermilk, took a bunch of people through sections of the congressional buildings, and he argued on social media that, like, I never gave anyone a tour of the Capitol because he was playing semantical games. He was making it very clear as to what he was not, he not did, he did not done, but he was not telling us what he actually had done. Uh, I was giving them a detailed information about the security features of this hallway and a specific door. Like by, by no means was I giving anyone a tour of the Capitol. <laughs> right. Winky face. Right. Exactly. And so they have the one six committee released the one six committee is doing teasers for their upcoming hearings. So they're doing this stuff to lure you in, which is it's so made for television. It's hilarious. But um, what they did in this thing is they have this video and they show this guy taking these photographs of these hallways and of office of offices of various uh, representatives, including Jerry, uh, Jerry Nadler or uh, representative Nadler. And then after they show this guy taking these photos, they smash cut to these people marching on the Capitol. And one guy, they're like, and and, and the the guy holding the camcorder or the the phone, like turns it towards this other guy. They're like, this guy's our leader. And the guy who's their leader shows that he has turned a flagpole into a sharpened spear. And he's like, this is for someone special. You know who I'm talking about. And then the guy runs forward and he yells Braveheart as he's like running forward with his flag spear. Why are insurrectionists so fucking lame? Why are are they so cringe to to speak as the youth speak? This is all super cringe. And Braveheart. Yeah, and and while they were, and while and and then the camera guy, the guy who's talking on the phone, but he's behind the camera while he's talking, he talks about how they're coming for uh, Schumer, they're coming for Pelosi, they're coming for Nadler. He brings up AOC. Uh, He makes comments about like scalping Nancy Pelosi. At one point, he says they're going to quote unquote take them out. So it's really awesome that these people so aggressively like documented their crimes and their the revolution will be televised and used against you in court. 
Right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to mark... Are, the... are you taking notes during a criminal conspiracy? <laughs> yeah. I remember so I when it when this all first happened and uh I think we talked about it like in our I'm not even gonna say coverage when we were talking about as January 6th happened uh when Baked Alaska was just like literally live streaming himself uh breaking into the Capitol and like a, a congressperson's office and like in his chat people are like fingerprints on the phone fingerprints on the phone you are touching the phone like dog you need to stop like and uh i'm like i i don't think the fingerprints are actually going to be what takes him down here guys but it, yeah it, it's so baffling the braveheart thing is hilarious like yeah and I love I love the idea that like they're like telling Big Alaska, yo, the fingerprints are what's gonna get you, not the fact that you're fucking live streaming this, you moron. <laughs> yeah, that that's my point. Like, yeah, but it's so I ridiculous. Just really... Yeah, and I this is a thing like that they bring up in like in like two thousand mules and boom, so uh, thirty nine twenty one, you cash your ticket. Oh, you made it real but, far. Yeah, but. Uh, Dinesh is like, oh, this geo-tracking was used to get the 1-6 people. It's like, no, dog, they had videotape. They had people's live streams. These people were proud of their insurrection. They used all kinds of things you could use for evidence. It wasn't just fucking geo-tracking, you moron. Like, these people were literally like, I'm breaking into the Capitol! Woo! <laughs> and like, they might I'm as well like, no, and I'm breaking into the U.S. Capitol! <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I know and I know I know my name Bob Smith is a common one, so my social security number yeah. is this, my date of birth is this, this is me doing the crime. Woo! Smash. I'm breaking down this door. Now I'm gonna run over there and punch this cop. Boom, boom. Take that cop, you pig. Blue lives matter, but not when they're against me riding in Congress. Then I don't like them. So blue just... blue lives matter. Now watch me cave in your skull with this fire extinguisher. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Fucking people. Yeah. Well, it's uh, d- d- so uh, like d- d- like I said, the trade it stops for no one. We're just gonna move right in because uh, Mike only lasted as long as he did as long as he did talking about the mules because he knew he was getting his whole part of sub segment, which the the time for that is now. I literally just have it listed in our notes here as another in an endless series of reasons for Mike to talk about mules. <laughs> I mean, it does it does keep coming up in his defense. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, Mike. the 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 room is yours. What, what what is up with the mules? Looks like those mules in Congress have done it again. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, what happened uh, now? Uh, again, when we when they're going through this desperate. Um, this deposition testimony that they're playing on TV now, they talked to Bill Barr and Bill Barr basically wanted to make it clear that he was on, he was on the side of team normal. He was on the side of, yo, Donnie, that you, this is, this ain't working out for you. This is bad times. And so Barr was being asked about these, about what happened, this, that, the other thing. And obviously this deposition was taken recently because at one point it's brought up about 2000 mules and Barr makes a comment about, oh, yeah, that the, that film, 2000 Mules. And then Barr begins laughing. He just begins chuckling at how ridiculous the movie was. And then 
they ask him like, well, what was so dumb about it? And he's like, Oh, the, the geolocation shit they have really isn't that persuasive. They don't have any other actual evidence to support the nonsense they're talking about. It's a, it's a bunch of hokum. This is just a scam by this guy, Dinesh. And he just, Barr just takes a giant shit on the film in the deposition. And literally everyone in the room is just nodding and chuckling along with him as he's just, as he's just trashing it. And of course, Oh God, Dinesh runs the social media and just has a giant pout about how dare you bill Barr? this. Didn't he challenge him to a debate? Yes. Oh, he did the debate (laughs) right now. Yeah, debate me right now. Debate me, you coward. And it was just so funny seeing Dinesh flail and scream and yell and pout about this and 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 go down that whole road and all of all of the totally hooked on that bullshit QAnon folks. They're now just ranting and raving about how Bill Barr sold them out. And this <laughs> is the thing, is that Barr was totally in on this shit when he was Trump's attorney general. He was like going into Europe, talking about voter fraud with all these other people. He was buying Papadopoulos' bullshit. He was totally cool with peddling the idea that the 2020 election was going to be stolen before it happened. He was totally fine with uh, like pushing Trump's line of uh, liners. Of the oh, yeah, when it there. suited him. Well, yeah, but the moment the moment he saw what was happening and then he realized that uh, Team Trump was going to get themselves involved in some fucking big boy crimes that he didn't think he could cover his ass on, suddenly Bill Barr had an attack of conscience and he resigned from the Trump administration. And now he's here yucking it up with the one six uh, lawyers about, oh, that 2000 mules, that the dash. Oh, what a what a farcical jape that all is. Oh, am I right, boys? Oh, what a what a tawdry bunch of codswall up that all is. And it's just it's just so he's such a self-serving sack of shit. But because he's self-serving while dunking on Dinesh D'Souza, it's funny for me. So. Maybe maybe they'll debate and maybe you can get in on it. Maybe oh, that'll be oh. the, maybe that'll be the bump that we need to really to really take off as a podcast. Uh, oh, I I in turn have told Dinesh that that Bill Barr will never debate him. But if Dinesh wants to debate me, you coward, debate me right yeah, if now. You wanna, bro. If you want to take a shot at the champ, yeah, you you, co- you don't come for Bill Barr. You come for me, Dinesh. I'm here for you. And uh, yeah, so, and Dinesh has already engaged with me once before. So I, I think it's very likely that Dinesh is actually going to debate someone who watched his dumb fucking movie and took notes on it. I really think that's going to happen any day now. So yeah. So the big, the big tussle between Mike Raines and Dinesh D'Souza, like literally, probably the it's next week or two. It's coming any day now, literally any day now. It's going to happen the same day that Elon Musk gives me my 1 million United States dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Of those two things, I want I want L to get the million dollars a lot more than I wanted to bait Dinesh a lot more because oh I'm yeah, like, well a... with with a, with a million dollars, I'm sure I could cut Dinesh twenty thousand dollars to debate you. I'm, just, I'm, yes. just, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure that like some dollar signs would convince him to get into a situation where I'd let you just dunk on him in some sort of public forum because the the, the people that he's speaking to are just sort of immune to that sort of thing. Like uh, all, all we'd be doing is preaching to the choir. I, I can get him and you in a room together where you could just debate for three hours and the whole time he could just have like Nixon level flop sweat. And just like accidentally say the N word three times and just like a bunch of other nonsense. And then at the end of the day, the people that like it would still just be like, Yo no, man, election still seems pretty big to me. Oh, uh, oh god. Like like the moment after it was over, Dinesh's media team would have like five clips of Dinesh destroys beta cuck lib with facts and logic. And like my side of the conversation would literally be, literally be sweet can and Dinesh would just be saying whatever the fuck it was he was saying and I would just go. <laughs> they would just have me totally crushed one hundred percent absolutely they, yeah. they, they'd show like fucking like B roll footage they got of you like you like cowering somehow <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly like they just have somebody like hiding outside of your house and they like jump and like scare you and then they just splice that in it was like, yes. oh, the facts. The mules facts. <laughs> yeah, they overdub that. They overdub those words coming out of me when I when I'm cowering. I'd be perfect. And <laughs> hey, if I get twenty thousand dollars, I'll let Dinesh do that as well. I'll let I'll let that part of the debate happen. Not a problem. I'm 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 cheap. I don't need L's million dollars. That's what separates us from the other uh, political comedy podcasts out there. We're very open about ability to sell out. We like we 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 are woke, but willing to sell out. So that's our niche. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Hey, uh, you know you know they say you die the hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become a hella paid. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, Jimmy Dore, like, friggin' was just this Bernie bro schmuck who talked about leftist politics. And then one day he's like, oh, my God, if I do anti-vax shit on YouTube, I get four times the engagement of my dumb lefty crap. So now literally, like, there was like a period of time where like for like three months, all of his thumbnails were like, vaccine dangerous? The shocking truth. And it's like. Hey, you, you go where the audience takes you, buddy. Get that paper. I mean, God I mean, bless you. I guess, you. but, you know, uh, our numbers aren't no. hot enough where four times the engagement really means anything. No, no. Like, it, was, so it would be exciting if it happened for the right reasons, but I'm not going to sell out to, I'm not going to sell out to get to like 10,000 listens a month or whatever. That's, it's not what we're looking for. I, if I'm selling out, it is, it is going to be for like life change money. Like it needs to be for, for money that, yeah. Like, ah, yes. I, I'm newly Millions. employed. This is this is how it's working. Well, not necessarily millions, maybe over time, but you know, if I can make consistent, like you know, six figure salary, do a little selling out, why not? Oh, oh buy my pillow. 
Yeah, I was li- I was literally going to say that my pillow affiliate link is that's when you know we we've both made it and we've turned to the dark side when we open the show with uh, mypillow.com slash hellworld for like your massive savings. Oh, God. I-, I love how you can tell that I'm a millennial because my floor for selling out money where I am comfortable is still probably not enough money to buy a house. <laughs> I'd just be like, yo, I can make my rent without having to worry about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's let's move on to some not January 6th news, shall we? Let's let's do a little talking about something other than the January 6th for a spell. Uh, what a time to be alive. Uh, let's talk about Proud Boys, specifically a whole van load of them uh, arrest, arrested outside. Of oh, I love sort these of- videos and pictures. It was like a uh, it was like a pride gathering or whatever that they were about to quote unquote demonstrate at. Yeah. So uh, the so the, the, um, this actual group is called Patriot Front. Uh, they're the group that did this. They all piled into a U-Haul. Oh, are, they, are they not Proud Boys? If I begin, not that Proud Boys. Yeah. It, it, it's a different right wing para uh, terrorist organization. I mean, there's so many of them. I Damn mean, it! I would feel bad, except I don't, because they're all <laughs> exactly. white supremacists or whatever. Right. You, you have the Proud Boys, you have the Oath Keepers, you have the Three Percenters, you have Patriot Front. I mean, there's there's just so many militia groups to keep track of. It's really, You need a program. You need, like, <laughs> programs, programs, can't tell who's in the game if you don't have a program. That's basically what we have in American right-wing shittiness. You have the Groypers. You just have everybody. So anyways, these Patriot Front shitheads got themselves into a U-Haul. And apparently someone saw that they were doing weird shit and called the cops. And then the cops pulled over the U-Haul, cracked it open, found 31 white dudes. With shields and like batons. Yeah, with with basically riot gear ready to go and matching. Uh, I believe it's the protesting sticks. Yeah. Protesting yeah. and for freedom of speech placards that you wear on your arms. Go down to our merch store for your Hell World branded protest and sticks. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so these these guys, they all got cuffed and stuffed. And at this point, this created this really awesome dynamic on the right because, on the one hand, you had the people that support Patriot Front who were just absolutely like appalled that the tyrannical police state grabbed these guys who were just there to peacefully protest and use their first amendment rights of assembly to demonstrate against this depraved decadent evil uh like the the the, the gay agenda that's going to like groom your kids and all that horse shit and these guys were just like speaking up for wholesome christian american values and all this stuff is terrible but then on the other side of it you had all these right wingers all over social media who were just like look at these obvious feds these total feds that like patriot front is a fed op this this arrest is 100% fake it's a false flag it was staged they're just trying to make uh white nationalist groups look bad by presenting them as a bunch of giant dum-dums that got in a u-haul and wore their stupid masks and and it, 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 they're glowies they they love using the Describe anyone who's a CIA operative or a plant as that that they glow, and 
then the right wingers who support Patriot Front were like, how fucking dare you call them feds, you pieces of shit. And then the other people were like, hey, fed, are you mad that we called your fed friends feds? How you like them apples? So now you just have this massive schism where like one side refuses to acknowledge the other side's legitimacy as being a part of but one of the one of the really funny things is that the people that are calling this a uh, Fed operation false flag, they're like they didn't even take off their masks. That's obvious, and it's like no, they they took off their masks. Like, there's all kinds of photos. Yeah, of there, there, there's like a thousand pictures of them on the internet, completely maskless. Yeah, yeah, they, like, they, they all look like Crow Magnum, man. It's hilarious. <laughs> Oh yeah, they, uh, as someone said, like they literally unmasked them, like the end of every Scooby Doo episode, and it was like, oh my god, it's Iggy Incel. He did it again, and and all these guys. Oh have been, my god, this one is white with a beard. <laughs> I don't believe it. And so yeah, they had, and all these guys have been named now. They've been charged, and there, again, this is a lot of the people who are talking about the feds. They're like, these guys are going to be quietly arrested. None of them are ever going to get booked. It's all going to be swept under the rug because it's not a real operation. And it's like, nope, it's real. You call these guys feds because that's how you operate. Where when anything ever, ha- when everything, anything happens where your side breaks the law or does anything bad or they get caught in spectacularly humiliating fashion. You just you just wash your hands of it. They're not part of our team. They're not on our side. They're a fed. The QAnon, the Q shaman, fed. Like all everyone's. Whenever you do a wrong thing and you draw heat on yourself, you become a fed. Uh, like, I, I'd uh, like to think that like these guys would would cut ties with uh, you know the the people that were just like yeah you're obviously feds like you get into like you get your your protested stick and your freedom of speech placard and you put on your war paint stick. and you get in the back of your u-haul and then like you get arrested very publicly and a bunch of uh, republicans start calling you a fed i hope those guys are just like smart gotta distance yourself from it i <laughs> the, the war goes on brother <laughs> yeah, you, you would hope that they would cut ties but i bet there's some guys out there that are just like no that's a right call brother yeah, exactly yeah. exactly absolutely yeah we're all in this together i understand i understand what you're doing you understand what i'm doing it's all optics man i get it I get where we go where we on. go all am i right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no sure we don't know what that, we, we don't know what that is we're a different type of republican than that Right. Yeah. So like all of that has just been absolutely wonderful. They, they could not have, they could not have humiliated themselves more. It was, it was great. It was absolutely awesome. And like those guys, and then we had the, we did have proud boys like storm into a drag, a, a drag queen story time. And like, if you look at the photo of the guy who was like the leader of the group who disrupted it, oh, exactly the same thing. He's wearing a shirt with an AR-15 on it that reads "Kill your local pedophile," and it's just, yeah, this guy. I'm sure, he doesn't want his hard drive looked at. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that. Like, whenever, whenever these guys get, whenever when people get this upset about drag queens, it's like that's a you problem. It's really a you problem. I mean. Like, have you seen like popular culture? RuPaul's drag RuPaul's Drag Race is on its like ninety eighth season or something. I mean, this is the most boring thing in the world, and you're still working yourselves up into a lather over it. I mean, 
Oh, so dude. Par- well, uh, first of all, I have to acknowledge, I'm glad that we finally got to the part uh, that Sarge tactfully foreshadowed at the beginning of the show with his two Wong Fu reference. So go- <laughs> yeah. go- golf clap. If you're listening to this, you owe Sarge one golf clap. Uh, and secondly, I am that level of like, I'm like that level of infuriated times a thousand just over gay. Like, I still can't believe that anyone is getting themselves all worked up over people being gay. Who cares? It's 2022, dude. Like, Ellen came out on her show, like, 25 years ago or whatever. Who cares? Like, being gay, it's just a thing. There are gay people all over the place, man. It's always been that way. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and yet, and like Ancient now- Greece was gay as hell. <laughs> it was yeah. so gay. Yeah, and, and like we recently had uh, some right wing preacher in Texas talking about how all gays need to be lined up against the wall and shot. Yeah, there, he sure yeah, did say that. Yep there's a, there's a guy there's a guy running for Congress in South Carolina who wants uh, the House uh, the House Committee on Un American Activities to be brought back and that for gay people to be accused of and convicted of treason and executed. So I mean, it's like it's like seriously, like how can these people be? just this frothing mad and this out of touch with reality that they're still just going, Hey, Bible says it's punishable by death. Good enough for me. It's like the Bible also says you shouldn't eat shellfish or wear mixed fabrics or plant two crops in the same field. Bible's got a lot of rules that people don't abide by. Have you also, worked on the Sabbath? Yeah, Cause those it's, rules it's were, fucking... made, were made for when we didn't have refrigeration. Hey, don't eat shellfish. It could kill you. It, there's reasons those rules are in there. It was to protect you from the time, but we've come a long way, baby. Like, Also, that book is two parts, and in the second part, they introduce like a pretty important character whose whole deal is, yeah, you should just love everybody, man. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and they retcon the, the Being first poor part. totally rules, and you should just love everyone and not fight anyone ever. Really, that would be great. And also, I hate banks. Yeah, I hate these banks! <laughs> Yes. Thanks <laughs> in churches. People. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but everybody, everybody seems to forget that part, which is weird because that was the thrilling sequel. That was the sequel everyone was waiting for to the first part. Yes. God. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's uh, let's move swiftly along to our last actual headline for the week, uh, which is going to be uh, a, a, new, a new little mini segment, uh, probably for the foreseeable a while. We're going to have to talk about some midterm madness. Uh, with our correspondent on all things, pretty much in general, Mr. Mike Rains. Mike, we come live to this work. Mike Rains, Mike Rains, what's up with the midterm <laughs> madness? Uh, uh, thank you, Elle. Uh So the the bad news is that a man named uh, Jim Marchand, who uh, Marchant, uh, won the Republican uh, primary for the Nevada Secretary of State. And this is a man who is absolutely 100% QAnon pilled. He uh, was a part of Juano Savin's plan to take over swing state uh, Secretary of State offices to not certify elections. He has stated he would not certify uh, any election a Democrat won. He believes that pretty much everyone in Nevada has been installed there by George, quote unquote, George Soros and the deep state. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, so this Alex guy Jones shit there. This, this guy is just literally uh, QAnon slash Alex Jones now one election away from being in charge of the elections in Nevada. He is absolutely out of his fucking mind. And uh, yeah, he won pretty much in a round. Do we have any a- idea how or why it is legal for someone to just not not do their job in that position? In the like, hey, yeah, in elected it's just positions. like, hey, just like as like sort of a formality, we need you to certify that the people have done this thing. They have decided that they would they want a Democrat. You could just be like, no, I'm not doing that. Is that do do do, do, do any of us have the knowledge as to why that's allowed? Uh, it's the it's like the power of the office, basically. I mean, it's it, it's so fucking insane that this is where we're at now, and. um his opponent in this race is uh, Cisco Aguilar, who you can find on Twitter at, at Cisco for Nevada. And uh, we like we need to like help this guy in any way, shape or form, because like, holy fucking shit. He he is now uh, engaging against an absolute like madman. And uh, when I first looked at uh, good old Cisco's uh, Twitter feed, he had uh, 500 or so followers. Uh, t- today, he now has 916. So uh, need to start putting some work into the old campaign there, Cisco, because uh, this one's this one's spicy and also terrible. So did yeah, he tell so- you about the thong song? Oh, if only he did. Oh God, that would have been. See, we need, we need to somehow get away from that that word association to his name or he just needs to embrace it and we need to get him enough money to reach out to the artist cisco cisco <laughs> seems like he's probably liberal we need to sit cisco down and just be like look cisco uh the performing artist you'd be like hey man here's the situation we're in we're gonna pay you some money we need you to come out we need you to just stop for this guy because democracy is on the line and you yes. and your love of thongs could save america yeah, exactly. Uh, in the in the in the not in the also terrible, but not nearly as bad news. Uh, Myra Flores, who was a QAnon promoter, who has also claimed that she's denied as a QAnon. She never supported it. Blah blah blah. How dare you? I never said those things that I said. You quoted me back. Quoted back to me. Fuck you for doing that. Uh, she won a special election in, in Texas's 34th congressional district. Uh, QAnon and a bunch of right wingers are like, oh, this was a Biden district. Oh, well, this is the red wave. We're going to turn the southwest of Texas red. We're doing it. Um, the actual reality of this was the Democrats didn't invest a nickel in this um, in this district because the district had been redrawn to be more Democrat friendly for November. And they actually want to win the race in November. This is basically like a five-month rental of the seat that happened in this special election. And that's where the, the, the Democrats kept their powder dry for November. Now, if she wins the November election, then like re, like like that's like the Klaxion's blaring and, oh, shit, time to panic. Another yeah, then QAnon. the wave is truly here. Yeah, then the wave is truly here. We've got another QAnon person in Congress for really, really reals. But... Right now, um, all the all the like the beating of their chests and look at what we're doing—the red wave that the QAnon's doing right now. 
like that, like uh, simmer down, just just simmer down just a little. Because, again, the Democrats were like, we don't need this seat for five months. We're not going to invest in this. And like the Republicans put in like over a million dollars because they just wanted this the optics of this race of like a Hispanic woman, Republican woman winning this seat, like showing the like the reach out, the reach out to his Hispanic community that Republicans are doing in Southwest Texas, yada, yada. So. Yeah, th- that's a thing that happened. But the, the focus your horror and dread on Nevada because that's where that's where the shit the milk's actually going sour. That's basically where I'll say for that. Well, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you love to see it. I mean, oh. maybe they're not wrong about the red wave. These lunatics are starting to win elections. Uh, Roe v. Wade is about to be overturned. Uh, oh, they're so happy about that. Let me tell the, you. For, for, for a while there, we were having like 1.2 mass shootings per day, which was like cr- pretty crazy. And uh, that was yeah, fun, I don't know. right? The red wave. <laughs> it, 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 it might actually finally be happening. <laughs> Fucking start, start, start quaking in your boots. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not great. Uh, so... I think that about covers all the news. Let's get into the mailbag now. Yeah. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. So uh, opening up your mailbag is uh, Pancake uh, Peasant asking, have you seen or uh, asking me, have you seen or heard of any crypto themed casino games yet? If you were tasked with making one, what would it be? Um, I would. Oh, I would this is a to- very interesting question that has nothing to do with QAnon. So I, I'm in for it. Yeah, I would be. I would. I would have to think. There's. There would, someone would have to make a slot machine that could pay you in Bitcoin. I would definitely think there has to be something like that, that out can't there. Can't be legal. Well, I, oh no, that's all the internet. Um, that's how all the uh, internet uh, casinos worked. Oh, I'm sure they, they do. Paid, they paid in crypto. Yeah, no, I, I, th- well. I think that that's just how crypto works on the internet. Like that, the internet is already a slot machine for cryptocurrency. You yeah. you can use the internet to like mine it, and then when you have some, you can invest it, and sometimes you get rich, and sometimes you lose everything overnight, and that sounds like gambling on cryptocurrency to me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that you could make like a crypto based game that wasn't like just pretty much a, a slot machine that was like themed around that shit and might sell it because there's like, a crypto pachinko machine somewhere. Oh. It has to be. There has to be because, like, because any game that was involved in like you potentially being up big and then being able to get out before the crash would not be a game that like Vegas would be in favor of, because people would go into the casino and play the crypto game and like double double or triple their money, and then the like, would you like to continue? And the person be like, no. I'm just going to take three times my winnings and leave now. And, be like, and, like, and the house would be like, fuck, you weren't supposed to do that. We need to apply these people with more alcohol before we can run this game. Because apparently only only drunks who want to be like, I can get three times the money or ten times the money. I'm going for 10x. Womp, womp. Oh, no. I totally didn't foresee <laughs> that coming. <laughs> also, you th- like there's a couple more? of problems. Just like because of the way crypto is, there's a, a couple of problems with it. First and foremost, uh, advertising a jackpot like even if the jackpot for your machine is currently at one ethereum you're like walking through a casino or whatever you look over and you're just like oh my god i could go over there and win one thing like just like a big like a picture just like one of those big splashy boards but on it, it there's just like the number one and that's it it's like ooh, so <laughs> eye-catching 
ask any Yu-Gi-Oh player. Big numbers are exciting. Like even the smallest, crummiest creatures in Yu-Gi-Oh are like 500 toughness or an attack. And then you get up to like the most powerful ones where it's just like, oh yeah, well, this creature's got like 30,000 attack. Or, or ask anybody who's ever seen Dragon Ball Z. Their power levels get bananas. Everybody <laughs> just loves a big number. Going yeah. going through a casino and looking at a slot machine and having it advertising, it's just like, oh shit, 0.83 of an Ethereum. Let's fucking go. <laughs> can't wait to try to win that. They would have to literally have like the conversion on the board. And at that point, why are we even bothering with the crypto? Just pay out USD. Right, exactly. Why do I why do I want my payout in fake money when you can give me real money for it? The second one yeah. is I'm sure the popularity of those machines is gonna go down the first time somebody walks away with like like 1.2 Bitcoin from a thing and then they walk away from the machine and the next time they check to see how much their sweet Bitcoin is worth like in the parking lot so they can get that little dopamine hit again. Uh, it turns out that it lost 11% of its value. <laughs> and and it took them to walk out to their car or whatever. They're just like, oh no, Elon Musk tweeted a thing. God damn it. <laughs> oh God, that reminded me like, uh, that's the thing. Like, So the slot machine should let you play it with Bitcoin and also when you win you should get NFTs. It should be all, 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 all the worthless shit you could possibly achieve via the slot machine. It now, an NFT thing, so if we could get like an AI to generate, so we need to get the guy who, who made that Dolly Mini thing. We pay him to make an AI that generates images that we mint immediately into NFTs and then sell through some sort of gambling lottery system. Uh, and then that way, we there's literally no artistry in it at all. There's a bunch <laughs> of science, but there's no. no art to it. It's completely mm-hmm. artless. And then we start selling them as art pieces. And that is inherently an artistic statement. <laughs> exactly. And that is how we're going to sell out. We're, we're going to reach out to the Dolly Mini guy to make an AI to crank us out artless art that we are going to sell as high art for a lot of bank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, thank you for the question. Uh, MeBad asks, what cue is your favorite? Original Coke, Classic Q, Ron Q, or the, st- or the store discount brand Truth Social Q? Um, I, I got to say that like... The original Q was the best because they were trying to tell a spy novel. There was actual cohesion to the story. And that's why repeatedly at the start, Q just kept saying, I have to go. My home planet needs me because he knew he was just talking shit. And then after like, it, it, after he realized he could keep going, but he didn't know what he was doing, like Q trying to find his footing for like two or 300 drops before just settling on being a dumb attempting to be cryptic but just being vague moron just wasn't that engaging so yeah the start the starting story that's what hooks people in and people have been just chasing that way they've been chasing that dragon for like five years now so yeah like the original was always the best yeah it's 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 like supernatural all over again (laughs) yeah the first season or two is like pretty pretty good just sort of x-files but for spooky stuff and then you know, we're like 14 seasons later. And you're just like, wow, really? So you seriously, guys? Okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Anytime like, a show I love get can't, gets canceled, and I'm like, but Supernatural had 15 seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Venture v- Brothers is about to get canceled. Like, it's getting a movie that I think that's supposed to be it. That's a travesty. So seven seasons over like 20 years, and then, and then nothing versus Supernatural's like 16 seasons. <laughs> ridiculous yeah the, truly this is the darkest timeline it is 
<laughs> uh, oh, uh, and to answer the listener question, I agree. Original flavor Q is the best. Uh, specifically, I like spy era uh, Riddler Q. It was sort of like a choose your own adventure of like, I feel like that was a big part of why it was so engaging to a lot of people because it had like a general loose theme of government espionage stuff. Like, oh, I could tell you more, but I can't, t-. like, that would reveal my identity. <laughs> yeah, there, there's they, more they of a story. Me. So I have to, like, though. so I have to, like, lead you through this choose your own adventure style, like, what about Huba? Or, like, but what does this have to say about BD? And then people are just like, oh, shit, who's BD? Like, we have to figure it out. And, like, BD is just, like, two random letters. Like, <laughs> uh, remember back when RR did the thing? You know what I'm talking about. And you're like, I do remember when RR did the thing. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. So I love I love a vintage Riddler Q. So good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so How about you, Sarge? Uh, do you have a do you have a, a favorite vintage of Q? Um, I mean, we we just did so much with uh early Q. I, I really like early Q because like you said, there's a story there, but there, there's something to the awful uh Ron era Q as well. Um I- I, I loved like when they they thought that Cannibal Club and the uh, human far- the vegan the human farming project were real, and then when it was pointed <laughs> out to them they were it was fake. They were like, "Oh, well, that's how the deep state gets you by by making satire about the real stuff they do." Yeah, that's yeah. it. That that's what I'm going with. So just just yeah, the, he, the later era Q, it's like Tab or Royal Crown Cola. You know, it's not like it's it's sometimes better than water, but it's certainly never as good as Coke. No. <laughs> uh, so I uh, thank you for the question. The nerdy horror fan says Donald Trump is known for having fantastic d- dance moves. Laughing, crying emoji. What? Think of a name for a Trump dance move. I'll start you off. The Trumpy Dump. Okay, go. <laughs> uh, the soon to be indicted. I don't know. That, that's my hope. Uh, I came up with the uh, the the slow sh- the, the the slow slope shamble for when he's facing those very modest inclines that he could barely make his way <laughs> down. Because uh, that is, uh, I think that's the move we all remember from the campaign trail. Because he never lived it down and kept bringing it up at every other rally afterwards, where he was like, "Did you see that slope? Did you have any idea how dangerous that was? I could have oh, died. I, they they, they could have killed me. I, it was a miracle I was able to make it down that treacherous incline. It like." You have no idea the nerves of steel it took for me to put one foot in front of the other and make it down there as that as that soldier gently led me down there holding my arm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our man is out of shape. He has no rhythm because there's footage of him trying to actually dance and it's terrible. So I would propose, and he's also vain, so he would just call it the trampoline, which is like the rockoline from the early 2000s. Uh, but somehow with even less movement required and less actual coolness to it. A manufactured rich white person coolness. So just imagine oh. like Bob Kraft trying to do the rock away. <laughs> yes. That is the trampoline, and that is his trademark move. I am here for all of that. I abs- I can see that, and it's it's horrifying and bad. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. 
Yep. So uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri thinks it's an ellipsis. Your your names are just too long, Cleodora. So I'm sorry. Uh, with the collapse of Celsius, Luna, Terra, Ether, and Bitcoin in general, how long before the play money and monopoly in the monopoly game disintegrates by by sympathetic devaluation? Uh, I don't care if monopoly money turns to zero value. I'm fine. Fuck monopoly money. It, it, now the real problem is if the ore in Catan gets devalued, then we're fucked because ore. That's where it's fucking at. So I want to make this clear. So yeah, I I literally do not want to live in a world where my Catan ore is worth less. Yes. <laughs> what is in the ore? Is it? Do you think they primarily mine iron on Catan? Uh, well, uh, whatever it is, it is the building blocks of mighty cities and powerful development cards, and that yes. is all that matters. Yes. I, uh, so, so all- I guess, I guess, it, I guess, technically, what they're mining is points. This is true. The, the ore is made of points. Yes. So maybe it is crypto. Maybe Catan was just way ahead of its time. Yeah. But there's like, a, but it's a, there's a fixed system, right? Because yeah. ten points makes you ruler of Catan. Yes. So presumably, yeah. like the the maximum number of points is the number of players times nine plus one, and <laughs> that is always just going to be the maximum amount of points available. So your market is defined by very strict parameters, especially because every player already starts with two points. Yeah. Uh, in the fishing expansion of Catan, in the fish of Catan expansion, there's a fish you can get called the Old Boot, which makes you, which requires you to get one more point to win the game. So <laughs> cute. They're, they're, there is uh, inflation in that form of Catan. Although I would be hor- horrified if I bought a new copy of Catan and it required four ore to build a city. I'd be like, no, ore inflation is real. D- dude, God I would throw you. that copy of Catan in the garbage. I would secede <laughs> from whatever governing body made that happen immediately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we would create classic Catan, the true Catan. <laughs> the economy of Catan is strong, and its its only weakness is the occasional rise of a devastating monopoly. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. So uh, thank you, Cleodora, for allowing us to talk about Catan, our favorite uh, podcast within a podcast. You guys we'll come up that with- on your own, don't think her. She she opened the door. We walked through it. That's how this works. <laughs> Don't you put this on me, Ricky Poppy. Well, they wanted to talk about fucking monopoly money. Like the value of monopoly money is irrelevant to me because I'm a grown adult with good taste in board games, and therefore do not own nor have access to anyone that does own a copy of Monopoly. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. So yeah. Also, the, it, it, like, does it, is it does it like Hasbro or whatever make Monopoly now? Do we want to give a company like that suddenly a bunch of money by making their 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 Monopoly money worth more? And it's also not going to hurt them if it's worth less because it's already almost completely worthless to them. Yeah, I, I mean, digital Monopoly is the only thing anyone I've seen anyone play. So. <laughs> uh, oh my God! It, it, it wasn't USD at all. It was Bitcoin. <laughs> Son of a bitch. God damn it. Uh, so uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Snorlax CPAP asks, uh, how much of the pod's browser history is now dedicated to puppets? Where do we send our intervention letters? So Sarge, uh, the floor is yours. How much puppet research have you done in the past week? Puppet, uh, puppet research in the past week, not a lot. I've been kind of busy. Uh, but I mean, like... I, I I did I could go rewatch all the Goosebumps episodes about Slappy the evil um ventriloquist dummy. That's a pretty scary puppet. That's um 
I'm sure the rest of the listeners know because they're very dedicated. And of course I remember because I'm a professional, but why, why are we talking about puppets? Why does Sarge love puppets? Uh, because we were, we got into that Hellraiser thing with the drill master. Oh, of the pup- right. The puppet oh, master. Oh, no, not Hellraiser. Puppet master. Puppet the, master. The yeah. franchise. Okay. I, okay. I definitely also remembered that I, the dumb movie franchise I brought up last week. <laughs> but also that means that the listener is right because while we were recording, you were looking up puppet stuff. So- yes. At the very least, some amount of your browser history has some puppetry on there. Um, I love how independent of the Puppet Master conversation, when you had to think of a puppet, your go-to was the ventriloquist dummy from Goosebumps. I feel like that says a lot about a person. Yeah. What's the first first puppet you think of? That's the first one? uh, Well, the first scary puppet, yeah. But, like, the first puppet I think of almost has to be Kermit the Frog. Well, I mean, that's, yo, that's a whole other kettle of fish. Is a Muppet a puppet? <laughs> oh, God. I, I mean, For God bless. I, I, I'm on team, obviously, yes. But I know some people are very defensive about Muppets being independent creations. God bless Jim Henson, but yes. Yeah, they absolutely are uh, still puppets. So, yeah. uh, so Mike Reigns, uh, what's, your first, what's your go-to puppet go? Oh, my go-to, my, my, uh, probably Fozzie Bear. I'm going to go with Fozzie. That's yeah. a good one. No love for Lamb Chop? No. Nope. Uh, it's all Muppet. It's, it's, is it Muppets all the way down? I mean, uh, Lamb Chop hasn't been on TV in a bazillion years, unless there's some sort of relaunch I don't know about. Yeah, there's there's a creepy conspiracy theory about Lamb Chop and the Kennedy assassination. Just so you, you know. shut up. No, no it's I, a real thing. People the, think what, what, someone, was it Lamb Chop on the grassy knoll? No, people, so people think that someone handed a Lamb Chop puppet to Jackie right before they got into the car. And there's this big conspiracy about where did that Lamb Chop puppet go after the shooting. Oh, and uh, This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's real. If you Google JFK assassination Lamb Chop, you'll see it. It's so fucked up. It's really bizarre. Uh, for, for, the, for the record, I do not think that Lamb Chop, I don't think she got handed a Lamb Chop puppet. It's, it's good. I'm glad you don't think. <laughs> for, 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 for the record, I do not believe that Lamb Chop assassinated JFK. I don't. I actually I'm, uh, now Marilyn Monroe. I believe Lamb Chop assassinated oh, Marilyn Monroe. Lamb Lamb Chop garroted her like you read about. Lamb Chop just came in their stealth mission. Bam, took care filled of her, filled her full of drugs that she didn't take herself. But it was Lamb Chop. It was Lamb Chop. Absolutely. Yeah. But JFK ordered that hit. Yes. <laughs> JFK ordered, that, that's why it was so ironic when when Lamb Chop was there when JFK died. It was kind of yeah, a callback. Well, well, yeah. call oh, they, okay. they were there to like exchange. So not very many people know this, but Lamb Chop was trying to blackmail. But <laughs> that is why she was there. But she actually had nothing to do with the assassination. Which is a very bizarre historical coincidence. <laughs> Lamb Chop, I need you to uh, whack this broad. I'm gonna have to cut that and make that a drop. <laughs> when are we ever gonna use that? No reason. It'll be it's part so of the zoo. That's just that's just for Mike. Doing a that's just for Mike. Yo, yes, yeah. for personal use. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's for it's for the Zoo Crew soundboard episode. We're never gonna do. It's gonna be great. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Crazy Mike and the Gator. You damn right. <laughs> Uh, so anyways uh, next question is Bobby Ellis is okay I guess says I are I know the question to this and I know the answer to this already but I feel like I have to ask is there anyone turning their backs on Trump or the or QAnon based on the 1-6 hearings no the answer is no you guessed it there Fred you knew what the answer was but God bless you for asking because the answer yeah. is fucking no of course not 
God, no. <laughs> Fuck no. The battle lines have been drawn a long yep. time ago. Oh, God. They're all like, snooze. I saw the Babylon Bee posted a thing where, like, one six death toll rises as, as hearings kill people due to boredom. Just, they're just, they're, they're all over it. They... They 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 know where they know where their bread is buttered and they're sticking with the the god emperor. Yeah, nobody's um, watching it, and if they are, they're bored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, plus sized goth model says, uh, if you were to trapdoor exit like Q, what would your last post be? Other than the twisted sister Trump fan video, obviously. Uh, I would I would post something like the fight continues, and then just like just wink out or maybe i would have made it like a series of things like over the course of like two weeks i'm like i'm on the move they're coming for me like trying to stay one step ahead and then like at the, at the end like at the end like say something cryptic about like you must continue the mission and then just like stop and then like just just like make it feel like oh did they catch him did he get away and like just give leave him on a cliffhanger would basically be my thought is be like how i'd want to pay off yeah the always like, leave him guessing Pull a John McAfee, get yourself yes. tattooed, saying I will never commit suicide, <laughs> and then right. commit suicide. Yes, exactly that. Yeah, that's not me. For, for, for mine, it's going to be uh, in yet another Simpsons reference for this episode. Mine would just be the end of the, the Poochie episode of Itchy and Scratchy. I would just post that. Which is like, <laughs> I have to go back to my home planet now, and then like roughly cut frames of me ascending into heavens do, and the do, note do, do, do. <laughs> she died on the way back to his own planet. <laughs> that would be I, there, there's a Twitter account that does like best Simpsons joke. And there was one yesterday where the Homer is like at work and he goes, you'll he's on the phone. He's, you'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. And man, I just like looked at that for like five minutes. The joke was so good. <laughs> Simpsons was so good for so long. Uh, why won't why don't why won't they get canceled? What the fuck? God damn it! They, they haven't said anything in fifteen years. <laughs> um, because the, where, where's Lady Gaga going to feature in animation? This is where, true. Our, our weirdest, dumbest celebrities. Why? Why? Where? Where else will they go to be cartoonified? Well, now she. Well, now she's going to be Harley Quinn in a Joker musical. So I mean, she's that's in talks to do that. It's good. I, I, mean, I, 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 I sure I sure hope that the collective everyone on the internet being like, what? That sounds dumb is going to uh, hopefully maybe maybe reconsider your sequel to the Joker movie and just make it like, you know, a movie. Yeah. How, about it, how about it's just like a movie? How about that? How about, how about just make a pile of money making a fucking movie? What a weird idea. Uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, it seems the far right is happily careening towards mass violence towards LGBTQIA plus people if we don't stop it. If a large scale incident happens, how are the cowards in Q going to sudden, are, are the cowards in Q going to suddenly disown it? How many will celebrate it versus suddenly pissing their pants? Uh, 80 to 90% will disown it, piss their pants, false flag, fed boy summer, blah, blah, blah. Only the hardcore, actual, out and proud white nationalist, like just total bigots are going to be like in favor of it. Because, again, most of them want to present this image that they're not total monsters and that the shit and the the violence they're kind of um, still egging people on to committing is not the actual end goal they want for this shit. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's that's their goal. That's... 
they're never proud of anything. Like they, I mean, I, I've seen some people making memes about like how, yeah, the attack on the Capitol was a good thing, but that was their crowning achievement. They stormed the Capitol. They were this close to like murdering members of Congress and the Senate and Mike Pence. And they disown that like 99% of the time. Like that was a false flag. That was Antifa and BLM and whatever. Yeah. And, and if, and if like trying to keep Trump in the presidency isn't enough to get you to stick around, I ha- I have to imagine that the, the dreaded gaze is a softer, like, you know, pillar of their belief system at this point. Cause again, I'm flabbergasted that anybody cares at all, but one would hope that they're just like, yeah, I mean, Normally, like, hating pedophiles and, like, spy shit, that's really our thing. But I guess because, you know, you can spin it that the Lord doesn't like them, like, we're not hugely in favor of the gays. Like, I just, in terms of their priorities, it just seems like that should be so far down that they're just like, oh, yeah, of course we disown that. We barely care about that. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so, and finally, uh, our final question in the mailbag, which I think is a very good one, is uh, Confidently Befuddled asks, what's your favorite obscure piece of trivia? Oh, Dunker, I, I, I have this one all queued up already. Uh, <laughs> the Patriot Act is, in fact, the USA Patriot Act, with USA Patriot being an acronym for Uniting and Strengthening America by providing the appropriate tools and resources required to intercept and obstruct terrorism. <laughs> yes, I re- I remember that that was that, that yeah it wasn't it, it was an abbreviation and and they worked really hard to create that so yeah that was uh, fucking wild. I'm, I'm just, uh, so- I, I I love I love acronyms and when I read that one I was just like that's so crazy somebody was technically probably getting paid to come up with that yeah <laughs> what yes. a job a nice yeah. cushy government gig where you come up with acronyms for dumb programs yeah. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna cede the floor to you because I, I have mine queued up. So, oh, um, I really like that. Um, the French name for Gengar is Phantasma. I think that's really fun. I don't know. I, I like, <laughs> I, I like uh, foreign Pokemon names. They can be really funny. I so, really love uh, Venusaurs, I believe, is the one in Japan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, in Japanese, Alakazam is uh, Gellervich. And there's a reason why we didn't have Alakazam merch for the longest time, because Yuri, uh, Yuri Geller sued Pokemon and everything for forever, because... It was obviously a reference to him and named after him. <laughs> that is that is very wild. I had no idea about that. Um, my favorite bit of obscure trivia is that in a hand of Texas Hold'em, after the, all five cards have been put out and you turn over the cards, the weakest possible hand that is unbeatable is uh, a set of queens. It's three queens because basically you have to make the board queen, jack, seven, two, three, or things like that where you can't line up a straight. And on that board, three queens is best. If you try to make it smaller, if you try to make it three jacks, the board always coordinates to a straight. So that can't be the weakest possible hand. So the weakest possible hand is three queens. I figured that I figured that out one night when I was bored to tears, when I was flooring at the Tropicana in Las Vegas. And I love just like 
brain twistering people with that at the poker tables every now and then because it's just a dumb thing you can figure out and you're like yep that works it makes sense so yeah and and, and, I, and it just it just i don't know why but it, it tickles me so that's that's my bit of obscure trivia that you can now puzzle your poker friends with so uh yeah I, or, 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 or prove wrong prove my <laughs> friends wrong like for matt's last poker theorem oh please do please do that'd be awesome that'd be super awesome uh, and so, uh, finishing up as always with our final question, which is, what are you guys looking forward to? Bro, ice cream. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good I, one. Uh, ice, ice cream, cream is not a bad good. thing. Yes. Uh, do you have anything to look forward to, Sarge? Um, huh. I, I mean, I've already done it, but I'll go back to it. Uh, Wednesday is the day my crazy golf anime drops on and, uh, we're in like, the next arc of that after she's defeated the, the main character using golf defeated the, the criminal syndicate that was just a spoiler alert. Wait a fucking uh, ruin it, Sarge. God damn it. For for blazing golf or whatever this is fucking called. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she had to like go on. She had to get out of the country because the, the mafia sent assassins for her for winning at golf. Um, and then the rash. assassin showed up and they were just like, time for us to kill you in the golf. traditional way in a golf tournament. Yeah. <laughs> loser, is de- loser becomes dead or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Mother's Basement did a video on like, stop sleeping on this anime. It, it's a ton of fun. I also, um, I don't know what day it drops on because the, these damn streaming sites refuse to like post that. But uh, Love After World Domination has just continually cracks me up. So I'm looking forward to more of that. That is about the Red Ranger from a Power Ranger team falling in love with and beginning to date one of the um, villain women uh, from the evil organization that they fight and hijinks ensue. And I think it's just it's just really sharp, the writing in that. I I want the I want the assassins to fight the protagonist in a golf tournament where they're all wearing uh, the exploding neck collars like battle royale and and basically on the final hole like the protagonist sinks the putt and then the assassin's head just explodes and that's just that's just it. That's oh, the- Mike, it could get even stupider. There's a fantasy it, show about absolutely. a game about about a, a world slash dimension where all conflict is resolved through the playing of games. And as long as both people agree at the ter- like at the beginning of it, the, the terms of what you can wager can be absolute, including your life. So we should make a we should make this this anime it should just be no golf, no life. Which is a yes. world where everything is resolved by golf. <laughs> um, I'm I, I'm here for it. There's one coming out called Blue Lock. It is all about soccer. And this guy is just like, Japan doesn't take soccer seriously enough. I'm going to make a squid game style facility, but it is it is just to train young men in being a striker. We're going to make the world's greatest striker in this crucible squid game facility that I've built. And if you fail out of it, whoever, like of the 300 I brought here, whoever like gets through will be the greatest striker in the world. But if you fail out, you can never play soccer again. And of like all these strapping young lads are just like, let's fucking do it. And like they go into the blue lock. 
To, to that, to Mr. Blue Lock, I say, fuck you, you misogynist piece of shit, because the Japanese women's soccer team won the World Cup one year, and then they went to the finals and rematched the American women the next time around, and the American women got the better of them that time. So the Jap- Japanese take the soccer fucking unbelievably seriously. Their women's world, the women's World not Cup the team is, is great, but that's not good enough for Mr. Japanese men gotta be good at soccer. Urka, burka, burka. Fuck you, buddy. Here in America, we accept that our men are bad at soccer and that our women crush it. And we are proud of this fact. Real quick, how much do the women get paid versus the men, even though the uh, men suck? Oh, uh, I think I think in America now it's equal. They finally got to equal pay. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 just, they just, I think, put that one to bed recently. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I'm sure the Japanese women make pennies on the dollar. So, yeah. Uh, but, like, uh, we get it. You can stop virtue signaling. <laughs> Old woke my reigns. Just yeah, that's me. Anyway, uh, hey, they, hey, they're wokey. You want to tell us what you're excited about so we get the fuck out? Uh, yeah, yeah, literally nothing. The world's ending for me because uh, the Celtics are probably going to lose tomorrow night, and then they're serious because Golden State's figured them out. They suck. This is not a reverse jinx. I have no faith in the Celtics. I cannot believe they're favored to win Game Six tomorrow night. Uh, please bet the farm on Golden State. Spoiler alert: This is not financial advice. That's probably a bad idea. Uh, Stanley Cup. The the Stanley Cup Finals are starting tonight, which means that there's only seven games of of playoff hockey left, maybe, maybe less, and then that's gone. Jesus, it's fucking June. And then sports are dead until football starts because fuck baseball. So that's great. Uh, The last episode of Taskmaster Season 13 is going to drop tomorrow, so I don't have any more of that to watch after that. So life sucks and I hate it. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, hey, it means you'll have uh, pr- plenty of time to finally watch The Venture Brothers, mate. You should watch <laughs> The Venture Brothers. Yeah, it's on fair, HBO. F- fair point. Fair. Is, is it on HBO Max? HBO yeah, is, yes. all, all of it is actually oh, on thank, HBO Max. Oh, thank God, finally. Okay, that's... I, it I is all in one place. Uh, for okay. a little while, it was hard to... Because there's a, there's a movie that's between two of the seasons, and it's actually like incredibly important it's not like other tv movies where they just like don't ever the, reference the events again it, it's uh, actual, yes i, bl- it's I believe you were referring canon. to all that in gargantua too yes <laughs> it's actual canon and not just shit they threw in a side in a side mission okay good to know anyway well yes watch the venture brothers and let that ha- help you tenuously cling on to life until uh the nfl season starts uh and meanwhile we will uh i don't know let's go with uh, Samantha from Bewitched style magic crinkly nose teleport ourselves out of Hell World for the week. Uh, Somebody so vandalized her statue in Salem. That was fucking assholes. I saw that. How dare they pour paint on that statue? I'm sure it took somebody some amount of time to just wash it right right off. Yes, it took probably yeah. no time at all. A little bit of hose action. <laughs> Good protest, idiots. Uh, uh, But yeah, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, If you would like to continue to support us, guess what? You can do that by by, uh, telling a friend or leaving us a five-star review or, you know, just uh, engaging with us on our social media platforms, which I will uh, tell you about slightly in the future. But yeah, all of that stuff is free. So you really don't have any excuse. Do it. Um, please and thank you. Uh, if you have money, you can give it to us. We'll be happy to take it. Like I said, God knows we love we love selling out here at the Adventure Hell One podcast. Uh, so you can visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. If you donate five dollars or more a month, you get access to a slate of bonus content, uh, including series such as Cabalin, What We Do Out of Shadows, and the currently running Mules Errand, where we are talking about two thousand mules uh, in much the same form or fashion that Mike did solo style on his Twitter. 
in his giant Rachel Maddow attracting uh, post. I'm just, I just assumed that it was your huge mules post that got got you the friend request from Maddow. That's a big get. Way to go. What a, what a lad. Uh, it breaks my heart to tell you that there are no beautiful or babies for me to shout out this week, which is fine. I understand inflation is a thing. Gas prices are going up. Maybe you don't have enough money to share. If you do have some money, though, instead of giving it to us, you consider giving it to love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation, or you could donate it to a charity of your choice to help the Ukraine in their defense against Russian aggression, or you could help our boy Cisco in Nevada. Uh, any of those good causes for some money if you don't want to give it to three jerks that talk about Q on the internet. Thanks as always to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our uh, intro song. Still no social media for DJ Minimal Effort, so this is the best we could do thank him. You can find our buddy Frosty, who does all of our bumps and voice work when we need it, on Twitter, at FrostyVO. You can find the show on Twitter, at HellWorld. That's H-E-L-L-W-Q-R-L-D. You can find Mike Rains on Twitter, at PokerPolitics. Myself, at HellWorldL, spelled with a Q instead of an O. And Sarge, at Sarge in Hell. And that is going to do it for the show for the week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And as always... Good speed, Patriots. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.